So I want to thank you for your prayers. I had a wonderful retreat last week. Uh, came back with a lot of graces and also with a cold. So pray for me. My head's a little foggy. The first, one of the first songs I learned after I gave my life over to Jesus Christ, also learned how to play it on the guitar, is one that I think many of you are familiar with. It's taken, it's the words of Jesus taken from the Sermon on the Mount. I'm just going to sing to you the main verse, and if you know it, you know, feel free to sing along with me or hum it if you'd rather hum it. It goes like this. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Alleluia, alleluia. Isn't that a beautiful song? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added to you besides. I have based my whole life on this promise, and I reject any secular points of view that would attempt to water down or diminish the power and certainty of this promise from Jesus Christ. This is why even though as a parish we shoulder a very large debt, this burden of our indebtedness, I am not afraid of that. And I'm not going to worry about it either because I believe that if you and I together continue to seek God first, to keep our focus on Jesus Christ and His gospel vision and mission, that God indeed is going to bless us and take care of us. And we here at St. Peter's, we have a specific way to do this going forward from here. We have a six to seven year vision that's going to help us to seek God together and to keep Christ at the center of our lives and of our focus. When I came here together with the pastoral council, we have been prayerfully discerning what God is your vision for this parish. And I'm happy to be able to share that with you this morning. The first five years are going to be about strengthening foundations. Many of the struggles in our life and the problems that we see around us in our world, many times the, the solutions proposed are merely band-aids, like a little boy plugging holes in a dike that's leaking with his fingers, when really the problem is the foundations.
And the foundations in many areas have been shaken and weakened over time. So the first two years, we are going to focus on the most important foundation of our lives, which is our relationship with Jesus Christ. We are going to respond to the invitation of Pope Francis, who's inviting the whole church to deepen their relationship with Jesus and to draw closer to Him. Every one of us, no matter where we are in our faith journey, every one of us can go deeper. And I promise you, there'll be no bad side effects from doing that. Only much fruit. The next few years after that, we'll be focusing on another foundation where we live out this relationship as disciples of Jesus is in marriage, family, and other relationships. And we're going to allow God to help strengthen the foundations of marriage, family life, and all the other relationships in our life. And we're going to do it in such a way that honestly addresses the brokenness and the struggles that we all experience in these relational spheres of life and how the power and the mercy of God works in that and how to open our lives to that. Then, either as an extra year or intertwined in that, we are going to spend a good portion of time focusing on understanding the gift of the Eucharist and the Mass that God has placed in the center of our Catholic Christian lives. Of the Catholics around the world, especially in our country, only a third of them come to Mass on a regular basis. And we're finding out that even with some of those who come, there's a difficulty understanding the relevance of what we do here with the rest of our life, all the stuff of life during the week. And we're going to approach this not from a doctrinal point of view, although that will be present, but from through the lens of love. How is God loving me, relating to me at every moment of the Mass? And how do I respond? We're going to be looking at that. Once these foundations are strengthened and our lives are more deeply anchored in Christ, the natural fruit is we will be able to live lives more generously in the areas of outreach and evangelization. That's years six and seven and beyond. This is our vision. God has given us a mission and so whenever a parish like ours needs to talk about buildings and facilities, about money, about fundraising or capital campaigns, it must always be seen in the light, in the context of this gospel vision and mission, because it's all placed at the service of that. So we are going to, as you know, 
we are going to begin a new capital campaign in praise, forward in praise of God's goodness. Because we need this building and facility to live out this mission that God has given us. And a capital campaign is basically an opportunity for our parish family to say to God something like this, God, this place has been the source of so many blessings for me and my family, and in some cases, relatives that go way back. And God, I have received so much grace here, so many sacraments. I've received love here, mercy, comfort, support. And I want this place to remain not only for me, but for my kids, my grandkids, and into the future. And so I joyfully and gladly accept my responsibility to support this house of God and to take care of it. That's really what a capital campaign is in a gospel, biblical vision of life. Now, based on our current need, in order to continue to pay our monthly mortgage, we are hoping to raise $1.5 million. Now, the good news is thanks to very generous initial givers in our parish, we have already raised $480,000, a third of that amount. When I, when I saw this, I, I didn't know what to say. But this also gives me confidence going forward because this parish has such a history of generosity. So what we are doing now is giving everyone an opportunity to participate in this initiative. And we are wanting to ask you to seriously and prayerfully consider a sacrificial gift of at least $75 per month for the next three years. If you take this to prayer, maybe you will find that you want to give more than that. Maybe when you take it to prayer and you look at your life situation, maybe you cannot give as much. That's okay. A capital campaign is never based upon equal giving. That's not possible. But it is based upon equal sacrifice. Everyone doing their part according to what they can do. Another need we're going to have is I hope that as many, parishes, many parishioners will also consider giving a gift of their time. We're going to need a lot of people to help carry this out, especially in the next three months. We're going to need people to reach out to other families to share this vision, maybe people helping with mailings, to sit at a table in the gathering space and answer questions. And so we hope that you will consider also giving of your time. And that's what these, these uh, sheets at the ends of the pews are for, and those pencils. And maybe if I could have you pass those down the pews, please. 
those, those sheets at the end of the pews and the pencils. And there's ushers here available to give out further sheets if you don't have one. In order to help out, you do not need to have any experience or qualifications other than the willingness for time. We're going to have training. You'll be trained on what to do. And this Thursday at 6 o'clock, we're going to have one of those orientations. And if you can't come to that, that's fine. Still put your name and address and phone number on these forms, and someone will call you and will figure out a way to get you trained in. So I hope you'll just now take a moment to seriously just consider how you can sacrificially offer your gifts, your time, your talents to this initiative. We'll just take just a few minutes for this.